Amen. Amen. God bless everyone on the line on today. Thank God for you on today. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you live on today. Today is the 8th of August, 8 8 And we thank God for each one of you on today. We thank God for his word. We thank him that we are yet in the land of the living. Pastor Derek Fletcher with yes and amen. On today, we're going to talk about I am with you always. And the simple fact of the matter is we need someone that's with us always, especially in this day and time of news media reportings of X, Y, and Z that the COVID vaccination does not work. The COVID vaccination works. The people getting the Delta strand that didn't get the vaccination, those that's getting the, the vaccination, getting the Delta strand. The housing market is crazy. Unemployment is shifting and sh shaving and shifting and, sh and shivering. And people are afraid and don't know what to do. The children are starting school and the Delta variant is peaking and folks are dying. And so in today's lesson, we just want to talk about the word of God and, and Jesus at this point in time in, in Matthew 28. <coughs> he's about to, he's in a position of risen Savior. Glory to God. He has gone through and and on the third day he's arose he's stood the test of time of the sanhedrin and the observation of the three years he has withstood the test and now he's about to speak to them from the position of risen messiah and so at this time the keys to death hell and the grave are in his hands and his next move is to, to ascend up on high he proved and validated himself as the son of man and the son of god oh death where is your sting oh grave where is your victory and he has had his disciples at the point of teaching them at the point of crying They've been in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he asked them to do a prayer, watch visual, and they could not stay awake. He took his three or four up to the Mount of Transfiguration. He's asked them, well, who do men say that I am? And he has been there. He found them fishing on the pier and he told them i'll make you disciples amen i'll make you fishers of men and so now the final task is to commission them and to let them know that they're not alone in this day and time you need to know that you're not alone family is passing away the news media is teaching 
and in fear and invoking the spirit of fear within men and women. The only thing that's consistent is the word of God on today, his word and by his spirit and by his strength. And he said, I've set before you the things of the world and the things that are heavenly and you choose. So we must make a choice. And so Jesus has his disciples and he has washed their feet. He has given them parable after parable. And then he has revealed to them in a more direct way that he is the Messiah, the one that the scriptures spoke about. Thank God that at least on today, the word of God is lining up and consistent because we can't rely on the left or the right. We can't rely on the news media for every area of strength, but by not by my might, not by power, but, <coughs> excuse me, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And on this day, we are going to cover 28, 16 through 18. Now, the scripture connotation, I am with you always. We can backtrack that to the book of Isaiah. Glory to God on today. Let me see if I have that scripture notation in front of me handy. If I don't, we do it. We can move on with what we have. Amen. Also in Hebrews 13 and 5, I am with you always. Jesus is the truth. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. He is the living word. And he left us his word and, and through the chronicles and the written testaments of folks that witnessed him. And so on today, he's before his 11, because, you know, Judas killed himself and he was out of the picture. Amen. You know, later on, Paul came about. And so he's poured into, he's taught them, he's cried with them, he's been with them, and they've been together for three years. And now the finished work of the cross, they've seen where he's taught them and he told them that destroy this temple and, and, and it's going to be raised up in three days. And so he did all that so that he could be the firstborn of his kind. Not only that, but he did it so that he could pave the way and so that others will know the message of the gospel. And so on today, God needs you and I. He needs us to show up, Lottie Dottie, everybody, with the mindset that we have been called to Christ Jesus, that we are his disciples, and that we are faithful stewards of all that he has given us. And so Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, he's collected Peter and took the other fishermen out and they were fishing and he went to him and he told him, he said, you know, do you love me? And, you know, he told him, feed my sheep. He said, man, you, you going back to fishing, all this work I've done and putting you and invested in you, it's time for you to get to work. You are not alone. 
not only are you not alone, but I have empowered you. I have empowered you from the position of your godly inheritance. No one can take that away from you. But anyway, let's get on in here to the scripture. And so now the 11, and this is the Amplified Virgin. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain, which Jesus had designated. He about to ascend up, right? And this is just one more thing that he has to do. And see, God, he has created you. You are his handiwork. And so there's an outpouring and an inner pouring within your spirit, man, with his spirit, man, that you are bonded together with him. And so because you're bonded together with him, there is a set, a body of work that's designed just for you. And so with those 11, there's a body of work, there's an intention, there's an end game. And it wasn't just for Jesus just to come and declare that himself as Messiah and, and, and Lord and the captivator, the conqueror of death, hell, and the grave, but it's to pass the seed to the next generation of lion slayers, to pass the seed to the next generation of conquerors that they become the head and not the tail, and that they are first and not the last. And so we have him here saying, come and meet me at a destination, meet me at a place. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but soon doubted that it was really him. You see, Jesus had gone through some things and he had been transfigured. He had been transformed. He had been validated, but better yet, he had been resurrected from death, hell, and the grave. And he had validated what Genesis said when Jesus addressed Adam and Eve and he told them that, and he told the serpent that the man was going to squash his head. And so they were like, whoa, wow, man. Well, Jesus, you're looking different, man. You, you don't look the same. Well, after you've gone through that transfiguration process, you're not going to be the same, right? Don't let the news media, don't let the present shakeup of an economic situation transform and transfigure your mind. But let the spirit of God be first and foremost over your life. And that that transfiguration and the emulation after the mindset of Christ Jesus take effect. And so at this case, and at this time, the Holy Spirit had not fallen down. Amen. But Jesus was still there. And he, and, and when they saw him, they worshiped and they said, wait, wait a minute. Is it really you? You're not looking the same. And Jesus came up in 18. Jesus came up. And said to them, he came to him. He said, all authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on the earth has been given to me. One just handed to him like handing candy to a baby. But Jesus had to suffer. He had to say in the garden, Nevertheless, not my will, 
but thy will be done. He had to go into the deep place and understand who he was and what he needed to do. And that the work that he had to do was essential for him to be the firstborn of his kind and for him to press through. He said, all, not some, he said, all authority, all power, all absolute rule. Elevation to kingship here. Right? He the priest, the cover, the living word, prophet, and absolute rule has been handed to him. He's telling, he's telling them. He said, man, I've gone through some things. I've raised up everything that the Father has said for me to do. I have done it. I have completed. I have, like Paul, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. And he says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. He's commanding them. He said, man, I got absolute rule. I have absolution because I, I defeated death, hell, and the grave. I have rendered the title deed and snatched it from the enemy. And I'm about to go. And I'm about to go and sit on the right hand of the Father. I have absolute rulership. I have dominion and authority. I'm at the power. I'm, I'm going, and I'm going to be at the power seat of God. He said, now, that's where I'm going. Now I'm handing you, I'm handing you, I'm handing you your next mission statement. I'm handing you the next direction that you need to go. Don't be worried about the news. Don't be worried about your neighbor to the left or to the right. You need to hear what thus says the Lord. And you need to go and make disciples of men and women. He's telling them to go. He's commissioning them. Help the people to learn of me. How else are men and women upon the earth going to see the glory and the love nature of God except through the hand and the working of men and women upon the earth? We know God exists. We see the movement of the sun. We see the movement of the moon. We see the movement of the seasons. We see the rain that comes from the sky. We see the wind that blows wherever it blows. But the only way that men and women are going to understand and validate the true nature of God upon the earth is through you and I, you and I, you and I. So he's enabling them. He's enabling them. He's letting them know that Man, no, no, no way that this word is going to get out except through you and in you and by you. I'm about to get up and ascend up to heaven. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way that this word is going to do what it needs to do. Unless it's in you and through you. Glory to God. So go, go, go. You're not alone. You're not alone. I am with you. So go, help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my 
words. My words are life. My words are eternal life. Since baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And that's what it says here. Some people say, well, got to be Jesus only. Glory to God. Another context. Right? I mean, there's, there's so much. And, and, and so there's so much, so much that men and women put the emphasis on. But the emphasis is that you go. The emphasis is that you make disciples of men and women and that you baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. They all are interwoven as one. And so you go. He commissioned them, but he just didn't leave them alone. So you're not alone. You are not alone. There's others that are upon the earth that is called out and that's ready, but they don't know that that He's, he's going to say, I'm with you always. I'm with you always. Glory to the name of God. Says teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. You can't be a disciple or the head until you've been discipled first, until you've been taught, until you've been placed in a place where the Holy Spirit of God connects with your spirit so you can get that revelation, so you can get that understanding, so you can understand who you are and that your mind be transformed and renewed along the lineage, along the line, along the inheritance of who Jesus is. That's the only way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father unless he comes through me. No other way. No other way. No other way. It says teaching them to observe everything. God has, has in his son commandments of obedience, commandments of faith and acceptance. Will you receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit of the ass of Pentecost? Will you receive the fullness of your inheritance on today? Will you receive the engrafted word of God? Will you walk and, and exalt him? Will you be a living epistle for God on the earth, amen, I am with you always. You're not alone. You're not in this by yourself. You are not in this by yourself. He's here to enrich you. He's here to build you up. He's here so that you can reach the full potential of what he discovered and produce within you if you obey and serve him. I am with you always.
and lo, I'm with you always, remaining with you perpetually. This is this is the amplified. Perpetual means forever and ever, and then forever and ever some more, then forever, ever, and some more, then forever again, and then forever again, continually till eternity. That's a long time, forever and ever. So why not? Why not receive the fullness of your inheritance and of the engrafted word that God has for you? Don't let the news kill your spirit. Don't let the outward appearance of what you think the church should be doing clog up and, 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 and keep you from your circulation within the Holy Spirit and the things of God. I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of the circumstance. No matter what the circumstance is, we see the example of David. David knew how to inquire of the Lord. He knew how to get a prayer through, and he knew how to receive an answer. You need to receive an answer from God. He let his disciples know, I'm with you always. Man, go forth and produce the same after your kind. You can't disciple unless you become a disciple first. Some people don't want to be disciples. They just want to have rule over men and women. But you can't fully understand and fully appreciate how to lead men and women unless you are a disciple first. And so God is with you. He's with you and I. He is with us to the very end. It says, regardless of the circumstance, and on every occasion, in time of sickness, in time of famine, in time of pestilence, in time of persecution, in time of receiving your healing, in time of working out your soul and salvation for God, in time of leading your family, in time of being the provider for your family, in time of quietness when you are praying and seeking his face, in the time of trouble, he shall hide you, glory to God, in his pavilion, in a secret place, Shall he hide you when your father and your mother will try to come against you? The Lord, he's right there. He's right there to save you. He's right there. And so even to the end of the age. Now listen up. I want to tell you. You have been called and commissioned for a great work. Don't let the perception, don't look to your left, don't look to your right. Don't look at what your brother's doing. Don't look at what other churches are doing. Get with the things of God for your life. Get with and get into what God has called you to do, to serve your purpose, to serve him, to grab hold of 
what he's calling you to do. Mm. Says, why share our faith? Man, we, we have to share it. Uh, that's the only way other men and women going to know. Everybody else sharing their word. Everyone else sharing about what the world is doing and 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 the evil and and the their version of good. The whole world is sharing. And the news media is going forward. And so it says there are at least six compelling reasons for sharing our faith in Christ. He's with you. He won't forsake you. He poured into those apostles. Amen. They were disciples then, but when they met that Holy Ghost within them, they had a whole level of revelation and understanding of the significance of what Christ did for them. Hold on. Stay in there until you receive the fullness of the revelation of who you really are. And when you find out, it's going to be mind-blowing and absolutely breathtaking. But when you obey and serve him, you're going to eat the fat of the land. You're not going to have to worry about your reputation. He's got you covered. You just go ahead and do what he says. But we must share our experience with Christ. Who we've experienced in this new life. He's letting, he's letting his disciples know. This, this is a, a, a new life, a new revelation that I'm, I'm leaving with you. And I want you to go forth and plant these seeds. I want you to go forth. He's with you. He won't forsake you. He's with you until the end. Right? Which is only the beginning. Because God has commanded us to do so. He's commanded us to share. Because he's with us. Amen. It says, because it demonstrates our love for God. Do you love him on today? Do you really fully appreciate and know who he is and and why I am with you is so important that when when Jesus ascends up, he left his Holy Spirit to drop down as cloven tongues and come upon um, the the believers there on the day of Pentecost and it was like fire. It said because it demonstrates our love for God. Do we love him on today? It says if we truly love him, we will keep his commandments. We will do what he said. We will share. We will set up organizations to bond people together during this time of COVID. So there's deeper prayer. So there's deeper commitment we'll use the tools that he has given us so that we have full access unfettered to the things of God. Is it because all are lost without Christ. Without Christ and the example, all are lost. Right? We see what's going on. The threat of death, the threat of sickness, the threat of, of brokenness. <clears throat> but when we know who the source is and who the carrier of our, right, the carrier of our real blessing is not man. Vessels of men in God, yes. But just man alone. 
it's the influence. It's the the impression of God's latent image as we demonstrate and as we go out and people see it, right? Because this is God's chosen method. He could use angels, but he only uses redeemed sinners to tell lost sinners about Christ. You are not alone. I'm with you always. So he used us. We we are we've been redeemed. We've been we've been remade over. And here the disciples in Matthew, he's letting them know. He's giving them the final words in the final pep rally before he ascends up on high. So we must share. This is because God deserve desires to save all people. He desires that. But it's by choice. It's by choice. And so when we love him, we just want to share. We just want to share. Because faith grows best when each generation conscientiously strives to pass it on to the next. He's with us. He's empowering us to move past. And so each individual, so the regeneration of our nation starts with you and I, individual members, and we start to share our passion about who Christ is and start to share about our lives. Because he's with us. I'm with you always. And the Holy Spirit of God down on the inside. Moving to inspire us. Moving for us to go. He said, I am with you. Jesus is the true of Emmanuel. And so on today, I want us to pray that we continue to walk in what he's called us to. Amen. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you because Matthew 28 shouts out that you are with us. And because you are with us, we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. And because you are with us and we believe and we have faith in who you are and what you said you could do. And because we have faith, in you, we accept your word. We accept the gift of salvation. We accept all of your promises. Oh, glory to your name, Father. And so we lay down the drug pipe. We lay down uh, the, the marijuana cigarette. We lay down the, the pills. We lay down the oxycodone. We lay down the alcohol. We lay down the easy Jesus. We lay down the threat and the fear of death. We lay down the consciousness of defeat and we pick up the absolute victory in Jesus Christ. Satan, get thee behind us because we have a revelation of who we are in Jesus Christ. And we walk out our soul and salvation and we share, we're not afraid to share of the goodness of Jesus Christ with others. And so, Father, we thank you right now. We glorify you.
We call upon your name during this time that we receive the fullness of your word. We receive the fullness of all of your promises and that we walk after you. We seek after your face. Thank you, Father, on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God. Glory. Amen. With you always. Be blessed on today, Pastor Derek Fletcher. Thank you for taking the time out to observe the word because it makes all the difference in your life. We thank you. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. <sighs>